Welcome back, everybody, to the Prescribed Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Jamal Bandy, the one who seeks to distribute the truth that the doctor prescribes to the church and the world today, also a part of the Christian podcast community. If you'd like to contact me, you could do so by emailing me at prescribed.truth at gmail.com, or you can call me at 706 706- Two two five nine six seven six. Leave a voicemail with your questions, and we'll be sure to get back with you. I would like to take the time right now to give a personal shout out to new patrons, two new patrons who come through to support Prescribed Truth: Nicholas McCorkle and Aaron Gibson. Thank you so very much for supporting Prescribed Truth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, uh, just a shout-out and a thank you to all those who are our patrons of Prescribed Truth. I couldn't do this without you guys. Your giving is just is super encouraging. I just can't say it enough. Um, it's because of your donation, your contributions, that I'm able to continue this podcast and, and have the website. And to do the things I'm able to do right now, it just helps me out a lot. And I just really do appreciate you guys. So thank you very much. And if you, too, would like to support Prescribed Truth, you can do so by going to uh, patreon.com forward slash prescribed truth. The link will also be in the description in the show notes if you're interested. If not, as always, guys, I appreciate your prayers. Um, it has been a wild week. A wild week, man. So much going on on social media. It probably would do a lot of us good just to stay away from social media just for a little bit. Just for a little bit to regain our senses and to be able to think clearly. All right. Um, not, not only are we still dealing with things concerning the COVID-19, things that are being unfolded and everything else. But then we have... Well, it, it just hap- it just now coming to us, but then we have a situation where a man loses his life to white people. And I, I say it like that, not to be light on the subject, but that's basically the gist of it. That's the media coverage. Black man shot by white people or white man. You know, it's not the fact that an image bearer lost his life. It's not the fact that uh, someone was murdered. It's just the fact that it was racism. You know, that is what's being portrayed in media. That is what's getting all the 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 buzz. And it's unfortunate that the media will use a tragedy like someone losing their life, whether, regardless of where you stand on the issue. But they will take that and feel like they can just see dollar signs and just see uh, a way to get views and a way to get clicks and, and everything else. It's just it's crazy. Um, I'm speaking of what's going on with Ahmad Arbery and the the um, and the McMichaels. Travis McMichael was his name. And so I know, guys, I have waited and I'm still waiting before I say anything official. Um, more evidence is still coming forward as far as where I stand on this. Um, all I know is that it's just looked bad, but. Every time we face with a situation like this, I'm always thinking to myself, is it is it as bad as the media puts it out to be? I'm I'm just sorry, guys. I just don't trust the way the media gives us information. You know, just like they did with COVID-19. They fed us all this information, and then it comes out later that it wasn't true. I mean, you think about around March, what was going on. The media was saying that this wasn't as bad. You know, this wasn't a really a bad issue, you know. Uh, we shouldn't be worried about taking precautions and all that stuff. And then weeks later, oh, we need to be taking all the precautions. We, you know, saying we, people are scared to even go back to church. People are scared to even go to the store. You know, you got governors wanting to open up the cities and people are getting mad at the governors for wanting people to go back to work, make money and take care of their families. 
you know, just the way the media portrays things. I just don't trust it. And so when I read a headline that says black man killed by white men, you know, or modern day lynching, I'm already skeptical because I know they're trying to feed into my emotion. They want me to be upset. But why do they want me to be upset? What's the reason? And that's the kind of thing I think about when things like this happen. So now I am I do plan on doing a video on this subject because there's so much that I want to walk through and piece through that I didn't do a podcast on it necessarily, or I'm not doing a podcast on it. I'm mentioning it now, but that's not the the point of this podcast to discuss that case. Um, but I do want to uh, do a more of a drawn out look at that case on my YouTube channel, looking at the video footage and, um, you know, then the new, new surveillance footage that came out, want to do something on it as well. So if you aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. It's youtube.com forward slash prescribe truth. Please subscribe and make sure you turn on the notification bell so you get all the notifications. So you'll be up and aware on that. Um, and, and speaking of the YouTube channel, 500 subscribers. I hit 500 subscribers today. Thank you so much for those who are subscribed to prescribe truth on the road to a thousand. Thank you so very much. Um, for your support and the views and just looking at the content and, you know, and commenting and giving me your thoughts over the years. It just, I really do appreciate you guys all around. But yes, yeah, so I plan on covering that more in depth on my YouTube channel. So I'd encourage you to, to be aware when it comes out. I was thinking about doing a live stream on it, but I don't think I will. I'm just going to just record it and post it up later. All right, so now what's the point of this podcast this today? Because I'm not going to spend all this time speaking about this this particular case. But what this case has brought out to me is what it should bring out to you as well, is that we have to be careful of jumping to conclusions. I did a podcast uh, a few weeks ago uh, dealing with the scripture in Proverbs where it talks about how we should be able to, we should hear a thing before we give answers. You know, it's a folly to us when we don't. You know, we should be able to hear things. And the Bible tells us how we should be slow to speak and quick to hear, slow to anger. But what we see is the complete opposite when something like this comes up. We are very quick to speak. We are very slow to hear. And it's it's, it's amazing to me. And it, I know the media, this is what they get paid for, you know. this is They're so good at this. They know the psyche of our minds. They know this, the psychology of it all. They know how to get us riled up, and it works every single time. But guys, as Christians, we must be more level-headed than that. We got to learn when to take a breath. Just breathe. Just breathe and wait. All because the world is in an uproar doesn't mean that we have to be as well. When the world and the culture is getting bent out of shape and beside themselves, we don't have to go that route. It is okay to take a step back and say, hey, I want to look at everything before I give an answer. And some people may see that you trying to just make a cop out or you may try to defend somebody. Even if you ain't defended nothing, the fact that you just want to take a step back and look at the evidence, people are going to shine you out and make it seem like you just, like you don't care about injustice. But you got to remember what scripture tells us. We are appraised by God and God alone. He knows our hearts and he knows our intentions. You know, not the next man. God does. So I want to encourage us to take a step back. Wait a minute. I've had conversations with people who haven't even seen the evidence, yet they are come to a conclusion because of what they hear from other people. And you can't go by that. Even if people are well-meaning in what they're stating, you can't go by that. I mean, I'm reading these newspaper articles concerning the Arbery case and how they're wording it and everything else. It's just like they're not paying attention to detail and the details matter. Guys, we must be very slow to form an opinion. 
must be very slow to form an opinion because we don't know. And I was on a podcast uh, episode, All the Things with Krista Bontrager. Her name is the, or as known as Theology Mom. <laughs> she has a YouTube channel. I would encourage you to check it out as well. Like, um, she had me and uh, Samuel Say on as guests, and we was discussing this issue, but mostly dealing with the social justice narrative behind it, that's, that the media is pushing behind it. And it's interesting, man. My brother Samuel Say says something very powerful. In our country, it seems that in our culture, it seems that racism has become more important than murder. And that 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 made me take a step back because that sounds completely true. I mean, think about how many people have died this week by murder. I mean, we only we've we've heard on the media about the one case, but how many people have died by murder this week in your city, in your state, and we don't hear nothing about it. We don't hear nothing about it. And to be honest with you, Ahmaud Arbery wouldn't be as important to us had he been killed by another black man. It wouldn't have been as important. It would just been another day. And that's what's so sad. But because racism was tied to it, because it was a white man, now we got attention. Now there's an issue. Now we need to look at the laws and we need to see, you know, if the laws are right or wrong and everything else. This is where our culture is looking at it. The value of a life has come beneath racism, the concept of racism. Guys, we, we got to be more level-headed. We got to really think about these things when situations pop up because, yes, we live in a fallen world. Things are going to happen. You know, there are going to be tragedies upon tragedies upon tragedies. But as Christians, no matter what, the truth should always stand and what matters. And all of that is found in Christ. It's found in him and it's found in the word of God. What does the word say about all these things we're dealing with? If a person loses their life, it's not by chance. It's not by chance. At the end of the day, God is in control and he is good. Even if we may not understand the means, God is good. Trust him in this time to do what's right. And justice will prevail. Does that mean we sit on our hands and we don't do anything? No, I'm not saying that. Whatever you could do in your power, do feel free to, but make sure you're fighting the right fight. If you're going to stand for injustice, make sure that it's actually injustice that you're standing up against. And you're not sinning on top of the sin that got you upset. We must be careful. We must be careful. Be slow to speak. Swift to hear. Don't give an answer without hearing the whole matter. And I could, you know, and I could have done videos on things before I heard the rest of it and give my opinion on where it is. But then I have to come back and make another video just to correct myself if I'm wrong. It's best to just wait. Be patient. Just wait. Just wait. Before you come to a, a, a definite conclusion concerning things. Because a lot of things we, we don't know and a lot of things we won't ever know. But trust and believe God knows all things. He knows all things. So I've titled this podcast, Justice for Who? Justice for Who? And not because somebody doesn't deserve justice or, you know, I'm trying to say that this person doesn't deserves it more than the other. It's just that we have to look at everything to see who really deserves justice, who really deserves it. Look at everything. Look at what you can. I mean, even the scripture gives us that we can't bring a charge against someone without at least two or three witnesses. And but how can we charge matters of the heart? How can we be a witness to what's in someone's heart? Well, Jesus says that out of the abundance of the, of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
So that's that's definitely one way. And then in the actions that a person does can show another way, right? Those can be witnesses, but do those witnesses point to racism? We have to ask the important questions and don't be afraid of the pushback. Don't be afraid of the ridicule. In our culture now, it's either you agree with me or either you're with me or you're against me. That's how this culture is now. You agree with me or we can't be friends. You get blocked on social media. You know, we don't talk to each other when we see each other in the the grocery store. That's how it is in our culture now. We're too soft. We can't have just a peaceful disagreement. But anyway, if anything, I probably make this podcast just to just share with you guys my heart and you know how what I'm dealing with in this week concerning this topic, the frustrations I have in the midst of all this, but also the pain. You have you have three image bearers of God whose lives have been changed forever. One who would never be able to see the light of day again. The other two may end up spending a long time in jail and prison or spending the rest of their lives being ridiculed, cussed at, and fussed at everything else for something they may have had the right to do and being called a racist even though they may not have presented anything to show that they were. I mean, it's just, it's sad. But the answer for all of us is Christ. The answer for all of us is Christ. So anyway, didn't want to be before you long to, uh, this evening or today as I'm doing this podcast. It's actually late at night. I just want to come on and share my heart with you guys. When think, when situations like this happen, ask yourself, justice for who? Justice for who? Don't And don't be quick to go with the crowd. And, and to my white brothers and sisters, look, you don't have to feel like you have to go on the black side of things every time a racist situation happens. You don't have to. You're not obligated to. You have a mind of your own. You have eyes. You have ears. You don't have to be bought into the emotion of worrying about somebody looking at you as being racist. You know if you're racist or not. You know. And most importantly, God knows too. Don't be afraid to think for yourself. Trust in the Lord. Look to him. Anyway, guys, that's all I got for tonight. Thank you so much for listening, for downloading the podcast. Uh, you want to go to the website, the website's prescribedtruth.com. Um, be sure, once again, to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And whatever podcast app you're listening to, please leave a comment. Let me know what your thoughts on the podcast are. I really do pay attention to the comments and what you guys say. I really do thank you a lot. For those who do, uh, let me know what you think about the podcast and give me feedback and pushback. Greatly appreciate it. So until next time, guys, remember, this world is full of errors. But the only thing that the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings. This is Andrew Rappaport with Striving for Eternity Ministries. Are you cooped up at home? Are you just desiring to use your time wisely? Well, Justin Peters and I got together and realized that our calendars were cleared because of COVID-19. So we decided we would get together and do our Snatch Them from the Flames seminar, Home Edition. That's right, a free seminar, May 30th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to give you a free seminar that you can take at home. We're going to cover the topics of the sufficiency of Scripture, interpreting Scripture, discerning false teachers, identifying false teachers, and then a Q&A. Get all the details at strivingforeternity.org, and there you can go to the online events to register before May 30th, and we'll see you there online in your home.